You're listening to The Marn Report. Well, hey, hey, Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield. It's Molly back at it again with this week's edition of the Marn Report podcast. And boy, do we have a special edition for you guys today because here with me, I have our brand new Garrison Command Sergeant Major, uh, Sergeant Major Capendo, um, who is going to just tell us all about himself. Thank you so much for being on the show. Good to be here, Molly. Thank you. (laughs) So... It's your first official week on the job. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I've had probably a rare um, opportunity here with being pre-positioned since January. So I've uh, been sitting in the seat with Sergeant Major Buchanan, getting to know the installation So since late January till now. But being officially in the seat, I feel good. I've been observing, and I'm, I'm eager and ready to get out there and engage with the community. Well, we're so happy to have you on the team. So welcome. (laughs) Good to be here. So um, tell us a little bit about your background, right? Um, So where are you from, first of all? And then where has the Army taken you throughout your journey? Okay, so uh, born and raised from the island of Guam, um, little tiny island in the Pacific, part of the Micronesian Islands. Um, But I was born and raised there. I'm an Army engineer, uh, been an Army engineer, came in active duty June of 2000. I've been stationed from Washington State, Hawaii, Kentucky, Germany, um, Texas, and Korea, and now currently here. Um, I'm married, been married for 23 years. My wife's name is Fong, and I have uh, two beautiful daughters and a granddaughter. That's awesome. Um, so how old are your daughters and your granddaughter? So Kayla is 26 and Leia is 22. They both reside in Washington State. They're both beautiful, independent girls <laughs> doing their own thing and contributing to society. Awesome. <laughs> and how about that grandbaby? Oh, Kaya. She is great. It was awesome to have her here um, for the change of responsibility. She got to get... Um, some of that nice Georgia weather, um, but it was great to see her. Kaya is six months, and uh, I, I love her. Um, she means the world to me. Oh, that's just, that's wonderful. You get to do it all over again now, right? Like, you've got grown daughters, and here you have a little baby again. That's right. I get to spoil them, me and Grandma, and then uh, turn them back hey, to the to parents. Say, send her home. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, tell me a little bit about your leadership style. Okay, my leadership style is, um, one, is leading by example. You know, I, I feel it's very important for me to, one, not only talk about the Army Corps values, but to also live by them. Um, I was raised with a family uh, from the Philippines. Uh, both mom and dad were from the Philippines, so respect was uh, a number one thing. It was respect my elders, respect my siblings, respect, respect my my, my, just all my relatives. So my leadership style is lead by example. Um, I'm very engaging. I definitely want to get to know individuals first on a personal basis and establish a relationship. So I'm an engaged leader. Um, yeah, that's me and my leadership style. <laughs> Great. So, you know, you've been to a lot of different installations and a lot of those places I'm sure that you've led soldiers. How do you feel about leading such a unique workforce of civilians now in this garrison position? 
Oh, yeah, this is a, a very unique position. Um, I definitely want to thank first the IDR team because uh, they provided me onboarding prior to coming on board. Um, gave me some tools for my toolkit to work with the, the civilian workforce and uh, how to really kind of um, mold my leadership into working with these these great civilians and you know most of them are, are retired military so we can relate um, but I, I'm, I'm excited this is not my first time though working with civilians uh, I was stationed in Fort Knox Kentucky with the engineer branch of human resources and that was the first time I've ever worked with the civilian workforce I had a an idea, but um, not to this capacity, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to it uh, with the team here. Oh, yeah, and this is a super fun team to be on, so mm -hmm. <laughs> we're happy to have you. Um, so do you have any priorities or anything that you are looking most forward to accomplishing while you're sitting in your seat as the Fort Stewart Garrison Command Sergeant Major? I do. I think... Um, my first priority is to build the relationships with the the units on post, the the families, the civilians, the different directorates. I I believe going into this position that the relationships piece is going to be the important part. So that's what I look forward to. I want to get down into the organizations from the brigade leaderships down to the battalion to even as low as I can get, just to let them know that, hey, this is the garrison and this is the garrison's mission um, because there's a lot of processes out there that the organizations and the units just don't sometimes um, understand uh, and they're friction points, and I believe that I've got to educate the, the formations about that. But I think the relationship piece is uh, an important part. Um, the boss program, better opportunity for single soldiers is uh, one that I want to get into. Um, the quality of life with our barracks and improving with the housing just as well. So I, I want to get out there and engage with the community and help with as much as I can um, from what the garrison provides as far as the services. Sure, yeah, and I think you're going to be pretty busy, huh? Because, you know, being helping, you know, be the the voice for the single soldier, that, you know, advocate for the single soldier, and then the housing um, issues that are, you know, that topic is never going to go away. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be a busy man. I will. I will. <laughs> I will be. You sound like you're up for the task. Though, I am. So that's good. <laughs> so do you read at all? Um, I pick up a book here, here and then. Um, not as often, yeah. uh, but I do I do read a book here and there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have any favorites that you'd like to suggest for us to, to pick up and read? Yeah, I, w I would suggest um, uh, Colin Powell's book was one of the, the last books that I've read, and it really did provide his unique perspective on, on leadership, um, dealing with um, – with soldiers, civilians, and really what he had as far as challenges. So that book from Colin Powell, I would definitely recommend to, to anybody, um, especially for our, our, our leaders out there, to kind of get his perspective on, on how he led his formations and some of the challenges that he had. Sure, sure. Yeah, I have not read that one yet, mm -hmm. but it is definitely on my list. Mm -hmm. So 
good to know that you suggest it too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so can, let's do some fun questions now, okay. right? So uh, you told us about your kids and your wife. Um, do you have any cool hobbies? Uh, I'm not sure if they're cool. I do like <laughs> to spend time in the gym um, making sure that I'm, I'm physically fit, and it makes me feel good, and it's something that my wife and I do together often. So going to the gym is, is one of my big, uh, big hobbies. As far as other hobbies that I might be picking up, I might be picking up playing golf. Uh, oh, we, yeah. We are right across the golf course here. <laughs> I've gone to the driving range a few times, but it, it does look good. But I, I think it's one of those hobbies, if I pick it up, uh, it might be a hobby that will last forever and ever, and I might be pouring some money into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could you not when you're right across the street from the golf course? That's right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you like sports? I do. I, I grew up playing sports. I played football, uh, basketball, uh, a little bit of baseball, but I do. I, I love sports. Um, I love playing intramural sports. I haven't played in an intramural league in a, in a while. Uh, the last time I played was back in 2016, but football and basketball are, are Two of my, my favorite sports. All right. So who are your favorite pro teams? All right. So football, NFL. I'm a Las Vegas Raiders fan. All so, right. yeah, go okay. Raiders. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, for the NBA, I follow the Los Angeles Lakers. That was a team that I picked up just from my dad watching them in the 80s, and I just picked up on it. And then for baseball – uh, I followed the Los Angeles Dodgers, so you kind of see a little, All right, a little trend there. A little West Coast trend right. going on there. Okay, okay. All right, respectable teams. Yeah. Okay, and then do you have a nickname by chance? I do. So, in the a lot of my military friends would call me Cap. They would just say, I, you know, it was hard for them to pronounce my last name, so I would be called Cap. So from a soldier's perspective, they, they would always call me Cap, or my, I would say my, my peers or, or battle buddies, they would call me Cap. And then when I was in the SAR Major Academy, that's what I would write in my little name tag was, what do you want us to call you? I'd be like, well, Cap's easy. Um, my, na- my first name is spelled E-L-Y, and then people would pronounce it Eli. And sometimes I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to fix them. They're just going to keep calling me Eli. So now it's like, all right, it, it's Ellie, uh, but you could call me Cap. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I'll go by Cap. If you, if you really know me, like my good friends call me Ellie, or they'll just call me L. L. Yeah. Mm-hmm. L Cap. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a rapper name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sergeant Major Cap. Cool. Okay, so here's one. If time and money were absolutely no object, what would your dream vacation be? Wow. It'd be definitely somewhere on a beach. Nice, white, sandy beach, clear, crystal waters. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe somewhere, I mean, probably Hawaii, but not Oahu, maybe the big island somewhere on the nice beach, calm waters. Yeah, that that would be my my dream vacation. Yeah. Just Do you relaxing. Surf? I don't surf. Yeah, I I 
I go out and uh, fish with my father-in-law. When we go back home to Guam, he takes us out on his boat. Uh, I like to jet ski uh, whenever I get the opportunity to uh, snorkeling, swimming, really just hanging out in, in the, the beach with my yeah. family. Enjoying you know, my wife, will, my wife will tell you, oh, you don't like to go to the beach, but I do like to go to the <laughs> beach. <laughs> Why does she say that, you think? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, every time we would go back home to Guam, we'd, we'd be focused on family. Yeah. So if you're, you're in an island surrounded by water, so we never really took those opportunities when we were living on the island to, sure. to really hit the beach. But as soon as you move away from the island, it's like, oh, man, remember those beautiful <laughs> beaches back home? So, yeah, we, we definitely like to take advantage. And we're going to take advantage of being here in the, the coastal empire with the beaches around us. We've oh, already yeah. gone to Tybee. We've gone to Jekyll. Uh, we want to make our way down to the, the Florida coast as well. Oh, yeah, so pretty. So pretty down there. I was going to say, we can't promise you beautiful white sandy beaches and crystal clear water, but we can promise you a beach and water. <laughs> yes, yes, and warm weather. And warm weather, mm -hmm. yeah, and currently a lot of rain. That's right, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not in a drought. <laughs> um, okay, so I agree. I think I'd go to the beach too, somewhere warm with a fruity beverage and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, sand, I think just, sea, sun. That's right. Just a vacation to not do nothing but relax. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, unplug. That's it. Yeah, totally, mm -hmm. totally. All right, so we you I was about to ask you about coastal Georgia, right? You're you're visiting the beaches, but is there anything else that you're looking forward to doing now that you're in this area? Yeah. I'm looking at northern Georgia with the Appalachian Mountains, mm -hmm. getting out to the camping sites there. We've looked at a few already and we've got a few in mind. Um don't ask me the names yet. I haven't really remembered them, but <laughs> we have a few and my wife and I are looking forward to getting out there and really camping out you know we were gonna invest in a rv trailer but we're gonna rough it for a little bit <laughs> and uh we have our tents we have our sleeping bags but th that's one thing we definitely want to get out there and see some of the the camping areas that are are out there there's a few that i've seen that are like sit on the the riverbeds so, oh yeah yeah so yeah. those are those are one ones that I really want to get after is, is camping right by a river and just here in the water and, you know, yep. relaxing. So outdoorsy vibes. That's what I'm thinking That's of. Right. You like to be outside. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is there anything else that you want to add? Yeah, I definitely, I've, I've gone out to Savannah a, a few, few times and uh, I definitely want to get out into Atlanta as well and really see, uh, what they have to offer there. Um, I know there's there's other areas around that I want to get after and, and take a look at as well. Um, I've been told that Ben Affleck flies into Wright Army <laughs> Airfield sometimes. <laughs> Indeed he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yep, yep, he's got a very nice home in the area. I've, I heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. But, no, there's there's a, a tons of um, things on the to-do list while I'm out here. So I'm I'm pretty excited being out here we are dealing with some rain but i think it's uh it's not a constant uh, you get your sun breaks and yes. yeah yeah and it's keeping it cool it is right which mm -hmm. is nice because normally this time of year it's 
hotter than the surface of the sun outside. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's our silver lining right there, right? right? With all the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me for a little bit and, you know, letting all of us get to know who Sergeant Major Cap is. Um, is there any other message that you'd like to give to, you know, the workforce and to Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield before we sign off? Yeah, I definitely want to get out there and, like I said, engage with uh, everyone out there. I don't. I told my instructor at the brigade pre-command course that I didn't want to be just another face on the wall. I wanted to be able to get out there and engage with you and, and just let you know that, hey, I'm, I'm here for, for you, for the workforce, for the soldiers, for the, for the leaders, um, because I have a, a unique position here. So um, I want to embrace that, and I want to make sure that the garrison serves the community, and we support the 3rd Infantry Division and all the tenant units that are on the post as well. But uh, I thank you, Molly, for this. I thank the public affairs team. This is uh, a first for me, but uh, exciting times are ahead, and I, I look forward to to more of these gauge engagements with you and getting out there and, and really meeting a lot of the, uh, the soldiers and, and civilians out there. Well, we are so excited. We cannot wait to go on this big adventure with you. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Again, welcome to Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. We are just super stoked to, you know, spend a couple years with you. Um, and that would be it for this week's edition of the Martin Report podcast. Thank you so much again. Um, and, you know, that's all, folks. We will talk at you again next time. This is Molly signing off. If you have an idea on how to make Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield better, the Martin Innovation Team wants to hear it. Dedicated to identifying capability gaps within the 3rd Infantry Division, the Martin Innovation Team has partnered with engineers from Georgia Tech to help solve today's problems with today's technology. Soldiers, Department of Defense civilians, and family members are invited to take their ideas to Martin Innovation Center's Makerspace to plan and develop a prototype with the team. No idea is too small. Help improve daily life on the installation. Submit your idea today.